parents told us for years that playing video games were going to get you nowhere, that that is simply a waste of time. Yet now, because of uh, social distancing and all that, apparently that's actually good for us. It's been the solution to thousands of problems. We are saving the world, people. Think about that. We are saving the whole world by sitting down and playing video games. So we thought, why not dedicate a podcast episode to talking about those games that bring us that soothing relaxing experience as we main uh, we uh, stay in our homes on another exciting episode of a cast of the past with a brand new episode each and every sunday with yours truly juan from puerto rico i'm still stuck home people i hope to eventually leave but uh, also stuck home ryan boston massachusetts ryan uh how 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 much gaming have you been doing while home because I think it's like the stereotype, right? Oh, well, gamers, they, they get to be playing games. What about you? I mean, between having a vacation during this whole situation and then just being stuck at home without, you know, having to commute to work, it has left some open time to play more games. I still have to work, but working from home, you know, it gives you a little bit extra time to be able to enjoy games. So I've definitely been getting a good amount of video game time in. Keith, Keith uh, from London, Ontario. Did you love my intro? <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely the stereotype. Oh, you're a gamer? You must play video games. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Really, real big reach there. I plowed right ahead. Did not even, <laughs> you know. It's like, oh, you're a hockey player. You must shoot a puck every now and then, <laughs> eh? So stupid, but have you, Keith? Uh, yeah, it's been good. I've, uh, I've got a really good setup now where... Um, so I work at my desk. I'm still fortunate enough to be able to do my job um, w- during this time. And I've got a nice setup where I have two monitors. And right underneath that monitor, I have my Switch set up. And uh, I've been playing a little Animal Crossing on my off time. So yeah, video games have been a real big part of, uh, you know, getting through this for me. And I love them. Good stuff. And that must mean I'm a gamer, because I play video games. That's what you do, man. That's what you do. And and something that I do is I got to get the plugs out of the way, which is, hey, if you like this podcast, this is where you you subscribe. You leave that five star. You you subscribe and then leave the five star. You can do the combination of both if you're feeling naughty. And now, because I did that, oh, we have a Discord at castofthepast.com. It's really naughty in there. This is definitely an off-the-rails episode, if I've ever... (laughs) We're supposed to be talking about zen, relaxing, calm. Relaxing. Deep breath, everybody. Deep breath. Keith, get get us into that transitional period, okay. Okay, deep breath. Video games. All right. Now step into a down dog. And then right into safety zone. Okay, we're good. (laughs) Ryan, when you're you're thinking about that zen experience, that relaxing experience to get you in the mood, why does it sound sexual? (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I got us in zen. What have you been playing, Ryan? Tell us what the hell you've been playing. Okay, well, there's a little game out there that kind of had, not on purpose, but had a very timely release known as Animal Crossing New Horizons. And that is something I've been playing a lot of recently. And it's phenomenal. Obviously, we, I, you know, Animal Crossing, we've had many in the past. I played the GameCube one a ton back in the day. But this is the first one I've really jumped into since that one. Uh, and 
they have added a lot of, you know, Minecraft like elements and made it so it's not just about customizing your house and paying off your debts anymore. You're building an entire town on this deserted island and you're building it completely how you want it. So it's got a lot of Minecraft. It's got a lot of Stardew Valley and put in that whole Animal Crossing uh, style and, you know, the whole world's basically playing this game right now, and it really is a perfect chill game where there's very few things that require you to be like on, you know, good timing and stuff. So maybe maybe catching bugs and doing a little bit of fishing, but it's a it's a nice relaxing game that doesn't often frustrate unless you're you know fishing an Easter egg for like the seven hundred time in a row. But other than that. It's a very nice zen chill game to uh, so to help happy. you relax. Everything's just so happy on that island. Except, you know, Owen Tom Nook a bunch of money, which can be a little stressful, but so many loans. it's an inter- it's an interest-free loan that you pay as as you wish. Exactly. You can't get that anywhere else. <laughs> That's true. I think it's one of those games that, for example, we have it our in our home, but my wife has been the person playing it because uh, one thing that I think is so stupid is like, okay, and, and I think that you've had a similar experience, Ryan, where if you have one Switch in your home, you will think, oh, so my wife can have her island and then I can log into my account and I have mine. No. So the main account on the Switch, that that's the person that's like the, the main game. The second person and anybody else that plays on that same Switch, you play on that first person's island. So you're kind of uh, limited by what you can yeah. do based on that first person's progress. Because it's not only, yeah, it's not only that you have to share an island, which I thought, okay, that's all well and good. What I didn't know was that the first person on the island is the primary player that can do a lot more than any other player yeah, so on that island. Like if so if I'm player 2, does that mean that I can like progress the island like say I'm you uh, can, you can do certain things but for the most part, you can't fully progress the island. You can't do more wow. than the first person can, more than the first player. You need to wait for that person. Like right now, I am pretty much waiting for my wife to make like this insane progress just so when I'm playing, I'm not like, okay, so I got to wait and stuff. And also switches are like $500 now because like there's none mm-hmm. of them out there. So that's why I'm waiting. Yeah. So w- uh, knowing this uh, initially, see, I didn't know this up front, so... Um, when I first got the game, my girlfriend started playing it first. And so she was the primary resident. And then when I played, I realized I couldn't do all that cool stuff. She got addicted enough to the game that she ended up going out and buying her own Switch. So now we both... For so like we $500. Both, yeah, no, she found... <laughs> yeah. She she was tracking down Best Buys all day and got it for a regular price. Um, but so now we both have our own... Like we re, I restarted my island and she has hers and... We're we're both playing playing all the time. So you're, yeah, that you're is crossing definitely, the animals. Yeah, it's definitely a downside with the way that they did that. It would have been nice if both people would have equal control or all or all people. But I guess if you're trying to do one vision for an island and you got people messing it up, it can end up like some Minecraft servers where a lot of drama can happen if people start screwing with each other. So I guess I can see the pros and cons on both sides. 
Mm-hmm. So Keith, in your case, uh, what you've been playing that that brings it brings that anxiety just a little bit down for you. Yeah, for the most part, I think Animal Crossing is a perfect game like that, and I have been playing a lot of it, but I I have very much a go-to game that's very uh, much in that uh, in that wheelhouse of Animal Crossing. Ryan even mentioned when he was describing games like it, and that for me, that's Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley is my go-to zone-out zen game that I just love playing, just thinking of a project and slowly working towards it and building up a farm and going like piece by piece laying out how exactly I want to go about something that is at this point in my life I think that is the most fun I have in a game just working towards building some sort of goal or objective just picking away at it I love that style and for me it's just kind of like a turn my brain off only use what I need to to accomplish that goal and then just watch the minutes melt away I love that style of game and I think that's why I've gravitated so so much towards Animal Crossing myself it's fun How was that experience of playing two games that they're definitely not the same game, right? But I feel like they kind of fall under the sa- the the certain niche of like time investment and and the world and the towns. Like, how is that back and forth? It's they actually complement themselves very well in the way that um, the progression in them is quite different. Like, I imagine if I was playing both of them from scratch right now for the first time, it would be a nightmare. But because I've put a lot of time into Stardew Valley in the past, and that's alongside the fact that you do have a bit of, um, like, return in Animal Crossing of I can only do so much per day. It's not really a game design. world clock you're on the real world clock and you hit hard points especially while progressing your island to where it's like okay well that'll be done tomorrow so come back tomorrow and check it out or i've done everything i can on my island i don't really feel like farming nook miles i'm kind of done for today so once you get to that point then i switch over to stardew valley and keep working on my farm over there so it's it's almost like trying to get the same fix and having to go to two different places to get it but they really different drug dealers exactly and (laughs) combined i get a little bit of a and a little bit of b and then they make a perfect c that really just fills me with happiness you need those freeze rounds yeah exactly (laughs) it's like my freeze rounds that i inject in my veins (laughs) nice and uh, i think that those games are so damn good to see that because like even right now uh, i'm not playing animal crossing because in my case even though i'm working at home i'm actually working technically more than I usually would. So watching streams have been really nice and watching Animal Crossing streams because like it's not this super fast game. It's kind of like you have somebody in the background, like whenever my wife is streaming, Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, that's really cool. But anybody else that's doing it. And I feel like, you know, Stardew, those games definitely fall into that category for me. Um, I've been playing a game that's, I guess you could say it's relaxing, but it's also painfully... Uh, uh, unforgiving. And this is a game that's actually available on Xbox Game Pass. I think I talked about it before. It's called uh, Lonely Mountains Downhill. So the game is like, it's really good for people that love ASMR because it doesn't have a soundtrack. So the only thing you hear is the actual world of the game. Uh, Like the name implies, the whole thing is, well, you go downhill, but it's a lot easier said than done because it's uh, gravity-based and all that, so you are going to be dying (laughs) a lot. What I love about the game is that 
each stage has like 30 shortcuts, people. So you can take the easy route, which is in no way the easy route. It's just like the the less intrusive one. But then you you look and you're like, wait a minute. I think if I take if I go behind this tree, I can chop down 30 seconds. And it's like a time attack thing. There's game modes where uh, maybe you know make it to the end, but don't die 10 times is along that way. Is this like that uh, that getting up game that came out a few years ago? I oh, think it, it scratches. It? Yeah, yeah, getting uh, over better thoughty. Yeah, yeah. That um, I would it, not consider that a Zen game, though. That is an extremely <laughs> frustrating. That is throw game. your controller. Yeah, through no, yeah. but that game's game. different because you can be stuck in the same spot, right? It's like, how the hell do you get up that, right? Here, it's like if you want to have like a pretty relaxing, like you don't care about the time limit. If you just want to get on a bike, especially now, it's like, hey. I'm actually yeah. getting around and, and mountains like it's beautiful, but I love it. it's like the game is as challenging as you want it to be. Like if you choose like, hey, beat the stage in two minutes, then you are going to be dying a lot. You are going to get very frustrated. And I have. But there's something fascinating about, damn it, I want to get down this route. And even though you die and die and die, uh, I love the graphics. So anybody that has yeah. Xbox Game Pass uh, please, I, I really do recommend you download this. And it's also like a great time for friends. Like in my case, because my wife and I are both gamers, it's like one of those games that she loves to watch or like whenever I'm streaming, I'll put it on. And everybody just kind of like has like a casual conversation. I think this one, maybe kind of like Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley, is the type of game that you can play, but it doesn't require your absolute attention, right? Like there's no mm-hmm. story in this game. The story is survive till the end. Uh, so that's what I uh, what I love about playing that game. Is there anything else for you guys? It's like maybe you wouldn't consider it like a like a soothing game, but it still brings you peace despite the fact that maybe yeah. there's a little bit of violence I, or something else. I have a couple games that um, a couple examples of you know some of the games I've played a ton of. But um, first, I did want to bring up one that's maybe a little bit surprising for some people, but anyone who's played MMOs would get it. But um, definitely World of Warcraft Classic. I've found that, you know, in in the original World of Warcraft, there, you have to do a lot of farming, basically, of gold because you have to spend it on resources to eventually do raids. And raids can be you know, depending on the raid, either very stressful or um, pretty easy. But to there's a lot of times when, much like you were saying, Juan, put on a stream and then you're just in an area and you're just killing some lower level enemies to just get resources and things like that. So it's very much like a shut your brain off and just kind of grind out some areas. And that can, that has sort of a Zen feeling to me sometimes where it's like, I'm not really thinking about it. I'm just kind of doing and I'm listening to or enjoying a Twitch stream in the meantime or doing fishing in World of Warcraft, which you have to do, um, a lot of to, to get the consumables and things like that. So there to the whole gold farming aspect of an MMO, there is definitely, no, 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 it's like that in leveling, there is uh, some sort of, there's kind of a relaxing like momentum that you have to it. No, no, fishing brought back the bad memories as somebody oh. that used to spend okay. like hundreds of hours uh, fishing for fish for those damn fish feasts and Wrath of the Lich King. It was, oh my. All right, moving <laughs> it's on. It's okay, Keith. Uh, you, I'm, you're getting me out of my Zen zone. I'll have to go back into safety zone in a minute here. <laughs> okay, but. okay, Keith, which game would bring you right on back there? Right on back there. I, I agree with Ryan where 
a lot of Blizzard games, I think, actually have that element to them where you can kind of enter like a turn your brain off, watch something else while still playing it. A game that I've been coming back to a lot recently, there hasn't been a lot of like new stuff in it to check out. But for a while, honestly, the last couple of years, it's been the game where I can just like shut shut it off, turn on a stream and just um, just click buttons until the things die. And that's Diablo, Diablo 3 specifically, just because the game is so refined at this point that you can get these crazy builds where you're just mowing through enemies and it's fun if that's your style of thing where you're not in really that much danger unless you put yourself in that situation and you're just tearing through content and getting different drops and progressively getting stronger and stronger and just taking out thousands of enemies at a time all while you not don't really have to think about it all that much and even though your hands are doing something your brain can focus on something else and really just take your mind off of whatever's bugging you at that time and just focus on a stream or something like that. Diablo is a great game for that in general, in my opinion. That the entire genre of like action RPG, I imagine a lot of people say the same thing about like uh, Path, Path of Exile. Of, yeah. That's the that's the name I was going to say. And then that type of game, even like a lot of like online shooters, I imagine are the same thing, like a Destiny and a War Warframe. Warframe's another one that's big for those exact same reasons for me. And I love the I love having a couple of those style games in my rotation at all times. With uh with Diablo, are you one of those that loves like the really, really high difficulty? Do you go like lower but then you know, just keep playing a lot of it, which kind of, which side of the fence are you in? It all depends what I feel like. I wouldn't say that I fall on either side of it. Like if I, if I feel like I want to work on a build and try something new, I don't need it to immediately be able to do the most difficult content. But if I like a play style and I enjoy it, I would like to eventually be able to kill the really tough things and feel that accomplishment of being able to hang on those high difficulties. So it's a mix of both really. Okay. Like, uh, I asked that because I'm recently playing a game, and I love the fact that you and I brought up similar games, and that was in no way intentional, because the three games that I've been playing in Game Pass uh, really have kept my attention. Like, I just, I'm playing three games in a cycle, so one of them has been uh, Lonely Mountains. Uh, another one has been Ruiner, which is the opposite of Zen. If you've never played that game, it's like ultra-violent. You will die a lot, but in the frustrating sense. But then another game I've been playing a lot of has been Children of Morta. So I think the best way to describe this game is if Diablo and Dead Cells had a baby, it would be this game with like really high-detail graphics and um, as you continue to progress, like, honestly, don't really care much about the story. And it is like Dead Cells where you do die, right? But you get uh, some temporary upgrades. You get some permanent upgrades. Right now, I'm using the default character. I'm like level 10. Uh, you can unlock other ones that's like a like in a thief, assassin thing. The other one's more long range. But I love the fact that I play this like maybe like an hour every night. And it's just like, hey, can I get some more gold? So I eventually get another upgrade. And I think that Diablo... It's maybe a game that's also like that, right? Where, hey, you want to end this session and get a better gear piece. And I think another game that's actually really good for that is like like a Borderlands, right? I remember people being fascinated with Borderlands and it was like, 
I want to get a better yeah, but then gun. then Borderlands got not good. And then that was the end of that. Yeah, but I, I think those games that you see the numbers go up, it's like you could give a damn about the story, but you did something, right? And, and I think that and right now we're, we're looking to just like chill. Those games make you feel pretty good. So like even though uh, I recently started playing again uh, Demon Souls, like on the PS3, I went way back there. But I realized, hey, that is a game I want to play, just just not right now. You know, like once <laughs> the world is in a better place, I'm ready to die and then try to recover my body or soul or whatever the hell. So I think games like uh, Children of Morta and Diablo, even though they're action oriented, they have that soothing experience that I think is uh, really cool. So people, uh, that's been just uh, some of the games that we've been playing recently. You know, every couple of weeks, every couple of months, we like to do something like this. Plus, let's be real. In a time where a lot of people are not leaving their homes, and maybe you're like, look, I get it. I have a Nintendo console, so like Super Mario Brothers is the thing that, w that I play. Well, no, it's like you can play Diablo 3 uh, on the Nintendo Switch. I think Children of Morta, I'm not sure if it's out now or it's going to be out eventually or something like that. Lonely Mountains, a lot of these games are out on multiple consoles like Animal Crossing out on the Nintendo Switch. Some people call it overrated because everybody's playing it, but hey, yeah, and those people, people are can't dumb. leave their homes. <laughs> yeah. And like now, like, you know, by the time we're, we, this episode's coming out, uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake will have been out, which is yet another game that people can venture into. So everybody watching and listening, please let us know in this time where obviously things can change wildly. We are recording this episode just a little bit ahead of time. And I got to mention that because the world is changing on a daily basis, right? But in that moment where you're not leaving and you don't want to play that stressful game, you want a game that can give you that soothing. I just love saying that soothing experience. Soothing. Uh, which game is that for you? R Ryan, Keith said it. What about you? Come on, say it. But you, you gotta, soothing. you gotta stretch out the S. Soothing. Oh why my would you, goodness! Why would you stress out the S? They're like that's the I think worst. It's gonna be the O. It's gonna be the yeah. O. That's the like, worst. Okay, try that. Try that. Soothing. Ooh. If Ryan gives you a soothing experience, what can people do, uh, Keith, to uh, make us feel pretty happy? Well, if you'd like to get nice and soothed by Mr. McNulty, you can uh, check out our Discord at acasttothepast.com slash Discord and come come join us as we play these Zen games and hear me talk about how much I love Animal Crossing and have these grand ideas to turn half of my island into a tree orchard just so I can farm all of the oranges and all of the cherries. And Oh, yeah. Enjoy enjoy that experience. As and soon as it, I get terraforming, man, I'm blowing the whole thing up and, oh, and like, you know, having a town over here, orchard over there. I've seen people build amusement parks. There's a lot you can do. I know. Yeah, I, I was watching, so much. watching some guy build an arcade the other day in his basement. And I just, I love, I love that game so oh, much. Guys, you know what I saw that I'm like, I'm not even playing Animal Crossing, but I would love to do that. You know how you can do the pixel art? Somebody in their home did the uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee character select screen. So they made like the different ones oh, that's for cool. each character. I wow. saw that. I'm like, oh, man, that gives me ideas for like other character select screen stuff. That's really cool. I was going to do a picture of our podcast logo and put it above my bed. Because I love us. Well, we're going to wait for that now because otherwise I'm going to feel bad. And you'll be able to see it on the Discord when I do it. 
That is true. And the last thing, you know, you mentioned the Discord. We talked about it last week as well in the podcast. Our upcoming game review is going to be a Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. We're going to be playing it in different consoles. I think, Ryan, you're going to be doing it on uh, GameCube, is it? Yep. And then, Keith, you're going to emulate it, I think, right? But it is going to be the uh, PS2 version. Sure. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> well, okay, Keith, have you decided? I mean, by this point, we will be playing it, but... Uh, uh, which person, uh, version, or person? Which version are you thinking of playing? <laughs> I have no idea which version of the Persian I'll be playing. <laughs> well, Keith, for for marketing purposes, just play the PS2 one because I'm going to be playing the original Xbox version on my Xbox One X. So it's like, right. hey, one game, three different companies. A PS2 copy stuff. shouldn't be hard to find. I can do that. Yeah, so uh, stay tuned for that. So that way, if you have any comments about Prince of Persia and you would love to have it be part of the podcast, uh, going to the Discord is an awesome way to do that. We mentioned it last week that we actually pull people on the Discord and ask them between Spyro the Dragon and Prince of Persia which one they would like. And they do not like some of them dragons, but they love some of them princes. But Princes or princesses? Wait a minute. Princes. Uh Which one is it? You had it right. Princes. Princess? Princess. Prince, princes. Like prince with a plural S on it. Princes. Oh, man. This, this is too much for me. English <laughs> is dumb. All people, right. We'll, we'll be back next week with another exciting episode of a cast. To the past. And the prince. And, and now I know which sis. version of the Persian I'm playing. <laughs> that, that is so good. Okay. People, if I don't open up the damn podcast episode where we review this, without saying that, call me the hell out. <laughs> All right. I will be the voice of the people there. Version of the Persian. 